Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living podcast. I'm Eva Pandit and I invite you to explore a different way of being and creating in the world. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Conscious Being Conscious Living. This is your host Eva Pandit and today we're talking about positive judgments and how they're actually limiting you. It's one of my favorite topics to look at, favorite topics to talk about, because when we're talking about conscious being and conscious living, it's all about inviting more consciousness into our lives. And consciousness, as Mr. Douglas says, is the space where you include everything and judge nothing. Consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. It's just what is. And so if you're drawn to a conscious way of living life, if you're drawn to consciousness, what's important to get in that equation is that while it's so easy for us to understand how a negative judgment is a judgment, but there's a polar opposite of it, which is positive judgment. And it's so insidious because it goes often goes unnoticed. But if you look at it, wrong is a judgment and so is right. I mean, can there be right without wrong or wrong without right? Like it's the same polarity, kind of like a tennis match where there are two players and you cannot really take, play tennis with just one player, can you? I mean, you could play squash, but not tennis. And so your life is like that, like the good and the bad, the right and the wrong. All of these definitions that we come up with, they're all judgments. They're all polarity. They're all something that takes us um, away from consciousness. Consciousness Consciousness is, it includes all of that right and wrong, but it's far more and far greater than that. It's looking at what is as what is. And the reason I think the positive judgments and the conversation around this becomes really important is because A, it often goes unnoticed and B, it sticks you the most. Because when you identify there's something quote unquote wrong or quote unquote bad, you would make an attempt to change it. Maybe, maybe not, but who am I to say? But still, the wrong and the bad, it's easy for you to look at, oh, not that. But the challenge is that when you find yourself in a space of judgment of this is right or this is good, would you still be willing to outcreate that? And I know it can be a difficult conversation for a lot of people because so much of the conversation in the world is around flipping the narrative and around positive thinking. And in fact, just last week, I was um, I met this wonderful, intelligent young lady and we were chatting about her affirmations. She asked me that, have you tried affirmations? Like, uh, how is that for you? And I told her that affirmations actually never worked for me. And not because affirmations work or don't work. I'm like, I don't know, for some people it does work, but it's mainly because when you're affirming something, what's the energy underneath that? Are you like telling yourself, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, I'm capable, I'm powerful, and underneath that, telling yourself, fuck you, you're not, and you know that? Or when you're saying that, are you actually with those words and embodying them? 
And so if you're not able to get to that space where you're actually being what you're affirming, affirmations don't really work. And so for a person like me, that was my challenge. I, a lot of times I wouldn't really believe in what I was saying. And to me, it was like a root repetition, kind of like a mantra I'm repeating without really being in the energy of it. And the universe responds to the energy. It doesn't respond to your word words. Like you might just say that, you know, um, I want to um, have a million dollars, let's say, universe, please, can I have a million dollars in my business show up this year? But if the energy you're speaking from, like if you have a lot of points of views around money, if you have a lot of points of views around um, receiving money, if you have a lot of barriers and a lot of times what we call limiting beliefs around money, then uh, chances are universe is going to have a pretty tough time deliver those to you because each of those judgments that we have, each of the points of views that we have, each of those things we call limiting beliefs which are again at their very essence, just these points of views that we've so solidified and bought in as real and true. Each of those points of views is like a wall or a barrier in front of you. And so it's it becomes really hard for the world and for universe and for energies and for consciousness to contribute to you because you're refusing to receive it. And so I was having this wonderful chat with this lady and she literally had such a sigh of relief she's like oh my god yeah I've been trying to you know I say my affirmations and stuff but something doesn't really quite feel right about it and so I'm kind of I know going going on a side tangent here but I promise it links to the whole thing about positive judgments and so then she did ask me that so what do you do and what I shared with you which I also want to share with you here is that um what I shared with her which I would also want to share here with you is that questions questions is what works and when I say questions what I mean is not looking for an answer a lot of us you know because of our traditional education and the way things have been in the world we tend to think that asking a question and looking for an answer are the same thing like we tend to think that the purpose of a question is to get an answer but that's not what's true and actually, right here is a great time for me to introduce our favorite tool, Light and Heavy. Remember, I talk about this a lot here. What's true for you will always be light. And what's a lie will be heavy, or it wouldn't be light. If it's not light, there's something about it that isn't true for you. So look at this when I say that the purpose of a question is not to get an answer. The purpose of a question is to get an awareness purpose of a question is to open possibilities, to open your awareness to new things that you didn't know existed before. It's not to conclude into this answer and then like, this is it. It's never that. The science doesn't work like this. In fact, I came across this amazing article by someone recently uh, who had, I, I'll see if I can find it, but basically they had written that if science concludes that this is what it is it stops being science in that mo moment because science never concludes it's always in question it's that's the per that's the whole premise like that's what differentiates religion from science say for example because a lot of times in religions and a lot of times in like cults and stuff like that they tell you this is what it is but sign the purpose of science is exploration the my goodness the purpose of this show is exploration really not about finding 
what is right, what is wrong, because all of those are judgments. And the thing about the positive judgments is that they stick you the most because you have concluded it is positive and it's a good thing to have. And a lot of times I see that people are afraid to let go of what they've decided is good and right. But here's the thing with that. When you conclude something as good, when you conclude something as right, then that's all that you can receive. But what if the universe desires to give to you a lot more, a lot greater? There's infinite abundance available in the universe. You know, we've all heard this. Sounds like a really good, you know, yeah, there is abundance in the nature, but where is the abundance in my bank account? (laughs) I hear you. But here's the thing. We have conditioned ourselves with so many judgments and a lot of those are positive judgments that we don't even identify as judgments. And that's the biggest trap of it. Because since you don't identify it as a judgment, but it's still a judgment. It's still a barrier right here energetically in your space that limits you from what's truly possible and what's truly available. And actually, I see this a lot in the business world, which is one of my favorite topics in the world. What I see a lot is that, you know, someone, there's something that works for someone and they decide that this is the answer. And if anyone was to walk this path, they would get the result. And sometimes that's true for people for whom that's light. But a lot of times I see a lot of people like really just going in with, this is the answer. I'm going to follow this structure, follow the system, and it's going to work. And they totally negate themselves with that positive judgment of this will work or this is what works. And without really checking with yourself from a space of what's light for me and what isn't. What we end up doing is we follow people, we follow these pathways, we follow these uh, things that are right or good and that we've concluded rather is right and good. And if it doesn't work out the way we expect it would, we keep pushing ourselves forward because that is the right way. That is the right thing to do instead of like asking a different question. And that's how positive judgments stick to us. And by the way, guys, I'm a queen of positive judgments. I'm going to come to it really shortly. I want to share some stories to make it more tangible for you guys to see how this conversation applies in so many ways. Like one example was right here about business. But this is not just about business. This is about also the way you live your life, your living, your relationships, how you approach people in all aspects of your life and stuff. And I'm a queen of positive judgments. It's something that I'm working on. It's and That's why it becomes like it's ongoing conversation right here. So positive judgments, the thing about it is it stick you the most because you've already concluded it's positive and nothing greater than that can show up for you. And so even in the times when it stops working for you, when it stops flowing and you stop having that sense of ease with it, Instead of asking a different question, because you have concluded this to be the positive thing or the good thing, what you end up doing is that you start pushing yourself through to it, even though there is no energy to it. And then guess what happens? We make ourselves wrong because that's the trap of judgment. It's judgment. All positive judgments will inevitably, in some way or form, always lead to or you know, take you to the space of what we also call negative judgments. And a lot of times that is a negative judgment of you. 
And so what else is possible? And how does it get any better than that? What do we have available that we haven't yet considered or started interacting and engaging with? I have something really beautiful on this track to read to you at the very end of this show. But um, before that, I also have some notes here. As always, today I'm on my laptop, but (laughs) I'm going to just refer and see what else do I want to speak to about this topic of positive judgments. I actually, guys, grew up in a very righteous culture, like my family culture, my country culture is also a righteous, a righteous, I would say, but also within my family, my parents are very righteous people. They are very good people and they are right. They like to be right. And from a general point of view, and this is not even to make them wrong or to diminish them in any way, but this is just to recognize that how in the general context of the world, everybody validates goodness and rightness, but none of us get to see how that rightness and goodness is keeping us stuck in the polarity. And so what if there's a different way of being? What if you could still look at what works and creates more and not judge it to be right and not judge it to be good? Because that opens a whole doorway of judgments altogether. And so what different ways available to be with what is, acknowledge what's creating more, what's creating less in your life, and to be with that and to create from that space of awareness that what will this choice create? Will it create more? Will it create less rather than looking at is this the right thing to do? Is it the wrong thing to do? Am I, is this good enough or is it bad? Like that's a very judgmental space for creation. And so there's three things to look at when it comes to positive judgments. First thing is to recognize that each judgment is a barrier. We just talked about it a while ago, right? How every judgment you come to including negative, oh, sorry, positive judgments and negative judgments. Every judgment that you have is a barrier through which it's very hard for the universe and all the magic that exists that wants to contribute to you. You know, those people that you see to whom life comes with so much more ease and you're like, they're lucky. Is it that they're lucky? And yes, they are. And not from a place of, oh, it's luck, but more from a place of, how did they get so lucky to have no barriers and to receive? And so is it from a place of lucky? Or is it that they're choosing something different? And that their energy, their space is different? And that they do not have as many barriers in those areas that are really working for them and that have a lot of ease? And so the first thing to recognize is that e-judgment is a barrier. And when I say barrier, it's literally an energetic wall that rises up in front of you that limits you from anything that can be greater and is available that is greater than that judgment. The second thing to get is that nothing is as we judge it to be. This can also blow your mind a little bit here. What if nothing is as we judge it to be? 
there's always more to a person. Like, so when you conclude or judge, say, for example, I'll take a negative judgment example right here to begin with. If you judge someone as bad and vicious and evil, is that all there is there? Or is it possible that there's something greater that exists in that person that they haven't maybe acknowledged or chosen yet? But just because their choices are diminishing them, does that make them a bad person? And similarly, when you judge and conclude that this is the right, like, so easy to see in dating and relationships, right? If you were to conclude that this is the right person, I found it, this is good, then can you truly receive the places in which it's not good? Because, you know, we, it's, we don't live in a black and white universe, like including ourselves. There are aspects that are good, aspects that are quote unquote bad, um, aspects that create more, aspects that create less in all of us. But if we conclude and if we operate from a space of positive conclusion and positive judgment that this is what it is, guess what occurs? It sets us up for judgment. Because the moment we conclude or judge that this is what it is, anything that does not match that judgment of that person or that situation can you receive it or do you have to then judge that and then the only thing that you do when you judge someone as positive is almost immediate and I am a master at it like I said and I'm gonna share a story right after I cover the three things to look at what was I saying my goodness ADD brain just (laughs) turned on nothing is as we judge it to be wow I was gonna say something I'm so sorry (laughs) that or maybe I'm not I wonder what's right about this that I completely switched tracks in my head (laughs) welcome to the world of an ADD ADHD slightly autistic human (laughs) humanoid (laughs) anyway so nothing is as we judge it to be I was talking about dating and how when we conclude this is the right thing or the right person yeah, I was talking about, I got my profound point back, that immediately almost what occurs when you judge something as positive is you start projecting that thing to be like that. I think this might be a good time for me to start introducing my story because otherwise this will become very conceptual. I am so good, guys with positive judgments I've been so good at positive judgments all of my life and you know how and it it does actually a lot of what we call positive judgments comes from a really gentle space of clear uh, caring it comes from a space of wanting to see the possibilities the desire to see the possibilities and the greatness in the world it only becomes a problem when we start concluding it to be positive, to be as it is, and stop being present with what's actually going on. So, for example, I do this very often that uh, when I meet someone or I'm working with someone, I would have like this entire whoop, download of what's possible here. And if you're listening to this right now, I kind of have a slight bit of a suspicion if you do that too. <laughs> I wonder if you uh, 
actually, I don't even wonder. I know that when you meet someone or talk to someone, you have like a whole download of information about what's possible here. Now, it can be very subtle to get, but there's a moment in which from that being information of possibility, you start concluding that this can be this, this can be this, this can be this, you're capable of this, you're capable of that, and there's no question in that. Remember, the, we talked about how uh, instead of affirmations, what works is questions, and it has such a wide application. So there's no, I'm not asking, all right, this person is capable of that, that's acknowledgement. A question would be, will they choose it? And that question gives you some awareness. Are they willing to choose it at this time? That gives you some awareness. But when you go about saying, this is how this person is. This is how it is. This person is capable of this. And so this person is going to choose this. Now, this is how it's going to work. And I create like this whole castle of uh, my fairyland around it, my fantasy around possibilities that have now been turned into all of these positive judgments and the tricky part about that is people really like it (laughs) and you really like it secretly because people validate you for having those positive judgments and the reason they stick to you however is because are you truly being aware are you including the awareness the spherical awareness of all possibilities are you including the awareness of choices that other people will or will not make, are willing or not willing to make in that moment? And are you truly allowing yourself to know? So I've done this all my life and I've literally abused people with it. I'm not even kidding. I remember I have a very special um, family member uh, who have always had super amounts of positive judgments about that this person is capable of this and can do this and can do that and can do this and can do that. And I would always approach them with that kind of force. And the thing with humanoids is that when someone tells you what, what to do or someone projects something at you, and in fact, that's a good question to even look at for yourself. When someone projects something at you or when someone expects something from you because that's what immediately happens with projections you project and then you expect almost simultaneously they go hand in hand you project this person is like this and then you start expecting them to show up like that and on the other flip side of the story what goes on is like for me for example if someone expects something of me or does this expectation from a lot of intensity my natural go-to with that is to resist that So I wonder for you too, like if someone comes at you with a lot of projections and expectations, do you tend to raise a barrier against it? Like, do you resist that? And do you go like, fuck you energetically with that? (laughs) And so that sticks. That kind of energy sticks. It sticks you. It sticks them. And it doesn't really create. And so that possibility that you were aware of now suddenly has become irrelevant because you're now in this fantasy world of judgments and conclusions and separations and projections and expectations. And here's an interesting thing about projections and expectations. And this totally allows to, uh, applies to your positive judgments. 
that when you project and expect the only thing that creates in your world is that then you separate from you, you judge you, and you reject you. You separate from you because you are no more in the space of that spherical awareness, that download of information about what is that consciousness within you or consciousness that you are when I say within you it sounds like a metaphysical thing but the consciousness that you are you separate from it in order to come to that positive conclusion and then you have the only place that leads to is judgment because when someone doesn't live up to that expectation or your projection or when you, even before anything shows up in the world, when you energetically start to perceive that what you're projecting is not really landing, then it opens so many doors and gateways to judgment because then you start judging the other person and then you start judging yourself for judging the other person. And then it's just suddenly, you know, those possibilities, they kind of like, where are they? But in that moment, you're like push in this contracted, zapped up zone. You just right there contracted your zone with that. So you separate from yourself, you judge yourself and you reject you. You reject the power that you are. You reject the greatness that you are. You reject the consciousness that you are. And what you're actually like truth in the moments that you're doing that, are you being truly an infinite being or are you being a finite being? And my question to you is truth. Are you a finite being or are you an infinite being? And so in order to make yourself finite or to believe that you are finite, how much do you have to reject you? So that's what gets created all from those positive judgments also from negative judgments but the reason i'm making it all about positive judgments here is because they are so insidious it is so easy to overlook and to not really get that they are judgments too so three things to look at is that each judgment is a barrier Nothing is as we judge it to be. There's always greater available or there's always like in the case of positive judgments, is it all that there is or is there more? And all those positive judgments keep you stuck because then you think that it is as we judge it to be, but nothing is as we judge it to be. Everyone gets to be everything, including you. And do we give ourselves and others the space for that when we're living in the land of positive judgments? The third thing to look at is, which we've kind of already talked about, that positive judgments still keep us in judgment. We start projecting, expecting, we start separating from judging and rejecting ourselves, other person, consciousness, what we're capable of, all of that. And so... All the positive judgments that you've been using to create the projections and expectations and separations and judgments and rejections that you're choosing, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that now? Right and wrong, good and bad, pun, puck, online shorts, boys and beyonds.
This right there was a clearing statement from Access Consciousness, of which I'm a certified facilitator, by the way. And um, yeah, the invitation is to just ask a question and allow yourself to know and then allow the energy of whatever is not working for you to dissipate with that clearing statement. Okay, so I wanted to read a little bit of a section from my favorite book of the current times, Body Whispering by Dr. Dane here, which kind of speaks directly to this. And I've literally, this is, this is a page that I go back to so many times and it, it speaks about judgment in general, but I invite you to expand your awareness around the positive judgments as I read through this page. Here's a thing. You can be aware of a negative situation or person who is intending to limit you and not be in judgment of them. And you can be aware of a positive person or situation which is making your life greater and again, not be in judgment of them. Hi, Bharat. Oh my God, so good to see you here. I cannot wait to meet you in person again and give you a good, warm, big hug. <laughs> the difference between awareness and judgment is that judgment has a point of view attached to it. Say, for example, now this particular example speaks directly to the positive judgments and how they stick to us. So hear it. Say, for example, you start exercising daily and you feel amazing. You judge this new behavior as good for you and the right thing to do. Positive judgment, right? And then you don't work out one day. And that turns into two days, three days. And then a week, how do you feel? My guess is you feel like a failure. How could you not feel like a failure when you decided that exercising made you a success? And that right there speaks volumes of how we allow positive judgments, the sneaky ones that are so hard often to identify because they're positive, they're good, they're validated by the world how we use them against ourselves. It's completely possible. So this is the part which kind of introduces you to what is truly possible with the space of judgments, positive and negative. It's completely possible to be aware that you feel good when you exercise regularly without judging that behavior as good, right, exemplary, and so on. And you can notice the flip side of it you can notice someone acting selfishly or being mean or rude or whatever it is. Acknowledge it. See it how it's limiting their behavior. And still not judge them for it. This right there, my friends, is the invitation that we as facilitators of consciousness are inviting you to. This is a space where you're aware. You re connect, loosely speaking, to that awareness, the consciousness that you are. And instead of using the judgments as a way to create and judgments as a way to judge yourself, you know, which is so easy with the positive ones, what else is possible? What if you could just be aware 
And what is that even like? Because, you know, it's not a conversation in the world in general. No one educates us to be aware. We're taught to judge. That's what majority, or I would say all of our education has been about. So this is a new conversation. So what would you have to institute in your life? How can you support yourself in a way that allows you to access that space of being that you naturally are, that you were as a little boy or a girl? And what would it be like if you invited more of that energy, if you invited yourself to find what awareness is for you, what consciousness is for you, what business is for you, what relationship is for you, what's your reality with life and living? Instead of judging, this is the good thing to do, this is the right thing to do, this is the right person, and I found my answer. And then opening this whole doorway of judgment in your life. What if none of that was there? What else could be possible? What if you created your life from a space of what will this choice create? The awareness of that, not the judgment of it. Not that, will it be good for me? Will it be bad for me? Is this the right thing to do? But outside of it, because that good and bad, remember, it's that tennis match of judgment, of polarity. Consciousness includes that. And it's greater than that. So consciousness is expanding from that space, looking at this match, because it's kind of like when you expand out and see it from a space of consciousness, it's kind of also hilarious to look at it going on. It's kind of like a dog chasing its own tail. So it's hilarious. But from that space of awareness and expansion, asking yourself, what will this choice create? And then allow the awareness to show up. Does it open up space for you or does it contract? So that's my invitation this week for you guys to start looking at what a choice will create and will it create more in your life and less? And then look at the energy that comes up and start choosing from that space. Choose more of what's light for you and guess what will show up? More lightness in your world. The more we start bang our head against the wall, the more we push ourselves through to things that aren't even light for us, guess what are we inviting more of in our life? that energy. So I wonder if you would take this week to look at choices that are light for you and look at what will create more and give yourself a break from the judgment of wrong and more importantly, the judgment of right. I'll see you again next week right here. Until then, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for listening to this show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening on and share this with somebody you know who might be looking for something different in their life. To join me in the free Conscious Being Conscious Living Club and receive your welcome gift, you can go to avapundit.com forward slash club. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast.